Hey, Russell fans. You're listening to the Wednesday Night War podcast, episode 57. There's a wheel, there's a way. What's up, Warheads? Wednesday Night War podcast, episode 57. I'm DJ. I'm sitting here with Brett. Brett, question for you. Answer. Did you feel the balance of power shift? I knew that that was going to be brought up eventually on this show. Um, we were promised a shift. I, I, I mean, I don't know what the fuck it's pertaining to. The power that shifted. Yeah, I didn't feel it. Okay. I don't know. You filled the rocket ship with the rocket fuel. Okay, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Hulk Hogan. That was very good. Thank you. Um, I've been practicing. Have you? I'll give you my other Ultimate Warrior impression off air, though. Listen, I've been... Oh, my God. Okay, Ultimate Warrior impression or reenactment? Um, <laughs> impression. Okay, so yeah. I was going to yeah, say nope. something terrible, uh, yep, nope. and I'm just going to shut my fucking mouth before I get myself and you in trouble. There would be an extended bleep. Yeah. Uh, which really... Uh, describes the back half of the Ultimate Warrior's life. <laughs> sure does. Right. Oh, Where they put on an action figure with his literal death mask. Uh, anyway, Ugh. how are you, buddy? I'm confused now. <laughs> Why would they do that? It's like the fucking it's dumbest so dumb. thing. Like, it's so dumb. And yeah. people are like fucking jerking off over it. Yes. Like, oh, look at this fucking toy of a guy, guy who died fucking ten hours later. Right. Uh, that's yeah. awful. Yeah, I want the I want the Ultimate Warrior diorama where he's in the clothes that he didn't even make at home to change oh, out of. Oh my god! Whew. All right, well, wow, we're so <laughs> coming in hot, real hot. Sorry, all you Ultimate Warrior fans out there, all you uh, the Amanda Warriors of the world. <laughs> um, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? That being said, uh. Yeah, the, the shift, the balance of power shift. Tony Khan promised us a shift in power. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't know the direct quote, but he promised some sort of, he has aces up his sleeve for the rest of the year. I saw that. And that the, the balance of power was going to shift dramatically this Wednesday. Well, we'll see. Something yeah. shifted. Okay. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. All right. So, what news do we have, pal? We got a little bit of news, actually, this time. Tiny bit. Tiny little, bit. A little inkling. Tiny bit. Cody Rhodes wants to run for Georgia Senate. Good riddance. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> five years. He's going to wrestle for five years, and he thinks he's going to be able to walk away. And, uh, yeah. God damn it. He was, listen, Cody was on AEW Unrestricted, uh, and he talked some good things. I wouldn't normally listen to it because I don't need to hear him stroke his own ego, but uh, he talked about some good things, some real things, talked about, like, the pay scales and... Uh, that sort of thing for what what a first look deal is, um, and sort of then talked about his own his life and how QT Marshall was assigned to be his or hired to be his assistant and became a wrestler. Yeah, why'd you um, hesitate on that? Well, because he's a wrestler. He's a something. He's a grappler. Uh, he's the grappler. Um, but yeah, it was it was all right. So Cody wants to leave wrestling and run for politics. So Best great. of luck, pal. Listen, Go ahead. Do your thing. Go. Listen, uh, he will uh, easily hold the ugliest neck tattoo in Congress. So, Like, could you imagine, like, like being on the ballot and be like, hey, I'm voting for the guy with the real shitty neck tattoo. Yeah. No. 
He's going to have to actually change his last name to Rhodes, though, because if he goes on the ballot as Cody Runnels, everybody's like, who the fuck is this guy? I know who that is. Right. God yeah. damn you, Cody. Well, speaking of Cody, yes. he was involved in an announcement on Tuesday. Oh, I thought you were saying he was involved in an incident. I was yeah, like, yeah. what did that milk toast bastard do? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, he was involved in the announcement for uh, the official launch of AEW Games. Ooh. Games is plural, sir. Mm-hmm. We're not getting just one game, not just two games, mm. but three games. Yes. One of them. Just a cash grab, an opportunity, if you will. Yeah, so one of them is like a casino. That's thing. The cash grab. Yeah, like it was weird. Uh-huh. I mean, okay, sure, go for it. Um, whatever. The other is like a elite general manager, mm-hmm. which I'm probably not going to play that either. Uh, I mean, it depends on what the you know. If it's like what was that uh, extreme warfare? Oh, game? you are. Yeah, I used to play that. If they just I never port that over. Never played it. Does it still exist? I'd like I to think play so, that. I'd like yeah. to play that again. I think it still does. It's never any good at it, but Yeah, I, I don't like I, I get interested for about a week and then I'm yeah. like, I'm done. Mm. I can't, my brain just can't handle it. I also it. used to do like the message board, like write a promo and there's your create a character, write promos, and the best promos win the match every week in in fantasy feds. And I also when I was a kid did the the no, people aren't gonna remember this thing, but there was an old mail away wrestling thing where you made your character and you paid you got like a set of points and you picked your moves in the order you wanted to do them and they were worth power points like a certain level and you got paired up randomly with other people that got mailed in and if you in the order you picked your moves you know, if the, you went up against this other person who had picked and some random person, you never knew who it was, and the moves would match up, and if yours was more powerful, you'd win that move, and then whoever won the most moves won the match, and there's national rankings, and you'd get, like, a newsletter, and, like, I drew my character and sent it into the newsletter, and it got published. Uh, it was, like, from the back of a magazine. I don't remember what it was called, but it was a ton of fun, and my mom paid way too much money to allow me to play that because... I had friends. I just, I guess I ignored them. I'm going to agree about your uh, mother paying way too much money. Way to too do much that. money. Because, uh, because you had to, you also boy, had to, oh boy. Because, like, every month or like every two weeks or whatever, like, if you wanted bonuses, you sent in more money. Well, so of it's course. like, you know, I want, I want to be able to do a fisherman suplex this, this month. So I'm going to pay, give me $3. Give me, give me, give me. I mean, that just sounds way too time consuming for me. It was fun. I'll take your word for it on that. Yeah. Uh, but the big one, the big one that was announced, the big they, one, they even showed a little clip of it. Clip they said it. it's very early in production. Okay, uh, for their next gen and current gen console game. Yeah, they showed a clip. It was like Omega versus Jericho, and then Hikaru Shida runs it and beats up yeah. Omega. So they're and, expecting this like PlayStation Five. I believe so. Yes. Weird. Yeah, they said it's very early. Like yeah. what you saw is very early. Mm. Which I know a lot of people were like kind of ripping on it or whatever, but super early. Yeah. Like, let's chill out a little bit. Yeah, it, but if it was that early, you wouldn't have shown anything. So I think they it was one of those, um, uh, is it super early or is it like the the gold plater is closed because of the pandemic? We're going to finish the TNT belt later kind of early. Yeah, I don't know. I Honestly, because... I think they wanted to at least show something, yeah. you know what I mean? Well, and you know, uh, I saw the clips and it looks like it looks. It's fine. I don't know that people give a shit. I think people want a good engine. People want a yeah, good they game want good play. gameplay. You know, fire people play Fire Pro and there's uh, those are 2D sprites like Sure. So, you know, like uh, I dream of having a Nintendo 64 and just being able to play those games. So, and it is those guys. It is. It's. I don't know. It's not the AKI engine. No, it's Ukes is developing it because Ukes broke off from 2K. Yeah. Uh, 
back on 2K19, they broke away. Yeah. Um, and the head developer was the head developer behind WWF No Mercy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'll see how it is Like as it gets closer to release date. Right. I don't even know when. I'd, honestly, I'd be surprised if it releases next year. Yeah. Uh, let Maybe. It, uh, let it come out like really in a long time so that I can afford a PlayStation 5 when it comes out so I can play it. Yeah, if you could even get your hands on one right now. Well, I don't want one now. That's what I'm saying. When the game comes out in two yeah. years. Well, even if you get your hands on one in two years because that, that shit is a hot ticket, my friend. Yeah. Sure is. No interest. I, I just, saw people selling them for like 900 bucks and shit. I'm just trying to angle for a PlayStation 3. <laughs> Hey, you're living in the past, and I like that. It's true. That gives me a question for you, though. Okay. What are your top three favorite wrestling video games of all time? Whoa. Of all time? Of all time, because I saw a lot of a lot of takes on Twitter over this. Okay. So I'm curious to see what yours are. Um, doesn't have to be in any particular order. No, I'm just trying to suss them out here. Uh, I uh, man, there's a lot of wrestling video games. I played a lot of them. I think uh, Fire Pro D is my favorite for the Dreamcast. That's my number one of all time. Great Memories was came out when I was super entrenched in Japanese wrestling. Got the uh, American port, so like the translated version, so you had all the WWE guys named right, all that sort of fun stuff. So cool. Loved that game. I like the new Fire Pro. I just don't play it as much. But the Fire Pro D hit at the exact right time. Uh, had a ton of fun with that. Then, man, there's so much. WWE cranked out a shit ton of games. There's a lot of fucking games, man. Um, and I mean, what the hell was the one for the Game Boy that I have over there? Superstars. Oh god, is that man. what that was called? Yeah, you're going that route. I like that one a lot. No, uh, I'm gonna go that. Uh, it's Fire Pro D, and then probably Revenge. Right, Revenge had the create a character in it, right? Yeah. No, or uh, NW versus NWO didn't, right? WCW NWO didn't, Revenge did. Yeah, I like Re- Revenge as my number two. I know people like No Mercy better, and No Mercy probably was better, but I was a WCW mark, so I liked seeing the WCW guys. And then I'm gonna say, uh, uh you know, I'm going super old school, I'm going, uh, was it just called Pro Wrestling for the NES with Starman and King Corn Karn? I don't even know what that is. No, with the, I, you know, I, you know, I know of it, but yeah, I Star never. Starman the pink with I the never blue star. Uh, yeah, because it was like the first one I played. There was it wasn't anybody from the WWE or anything, um, and I liked a lot of WWE games. Uh, but I think those three pretty much round out my experience as a gamer. I played all the WWE games, and they were all a ton of fun. Um, yeah, I guess I'm gonna stick with those. Three. All right. That's a solid three, my friend. How about you, pal? WCW NWO Revenge. Yeah. See, it's fucked up because I didn't have an N64 growing up. Okay. I had a PlayStation. All right. And I was... The PlayStation wrestling games were pretty terrible. Yes. And I was... I would always go to one of my neighbor's houses because they had an N64. Mm-hmm. And I would just sit there for hours playing WCW NWO Revenge. And I love that game so much. And it's I could great. pick it up right now and play it and be yep. like, this is the best game ever. So that's probably my number one. Okay. Um, SmackDown, okay. here comes the I pain. Knew that was going to be number two. It's great. It's so yep. goddamn good. So, because that was right when WWE, WWF bought uh, WCW. Mm-hmm. So you had guys like Goldberg was in it, Scott Steiner, Ultimo Dragon was yeah. in it. And it was just like, a, oh, this is amazing. Right. The like, engine was good. The WWF yeah. games before that stunk. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I do. I love the new Fire Pro. I, mm-hmm. I again, I haven't played it in a while. And the problem is, like, if you slack off on that, it's yeah. going to take forever to get back. Yep. Um, oh, man, my number three. I almost want to say Royal Rumble for the Sega Genesis, but that game kind of sucks. But that, that was the first wrestling game I ever had. Yeah. was Royal Rumble for the Sega Genesis. And I just remember all the cool, like, 8-bit, like... Music themes and shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go nostalgia on that one. And say Royal Rumble for the Sega okay. Genesis. I think it's a good choice. I'm not going WCW Thunder. Although I kind of want to go Thunder just no, for the no. I, I, I listen. Hear me out. Hear me out. I kind of want to do that just for the rant screen. I, I know that's the. I know why you wanted to do it, but you don't want to. Alex right. Hey man. Hey man. Uh no. I mean, no, that game is trash. It's, it's awful. It's so bad. Really bad. I could have went WCW Mayhem. Yeah, that's... Even better, WCW Backstage Assault. Oh, God. You know, let's do a wrestling game with no wrestling ring. Uh-huh. Fucking awful. So, yeah, uh, well, uh, well, tell us what your favorite wrestling video games are. Yeah, hit We're us curious. up. Let Twitter. Us know. Let us fucking know. Yeah. All right, let's get into the actual wrestling that happened. Um I think it's kind of like, hey, with Dark, we're just going to pick and choose from now on. Yeah, so Dark started late because of the game's announcement, and I thought it was going to be over two hours again. There was only nine matches this time, uh, but it was like an hour 40 or so. It's uh, still long. It's still, we just, I, I like the way we're doing yeah. it. I pick the matches I want to watch because I'm yep. interested in them, and it Same. makes me enjoy them a little more. Uh, the first match I watched was the second one on the card. So I watched the first match. Okay. Now, I'll be honest, I was pretty happy. I, I kind of like Dark because Taz and Ricky Starks are on commentary. Okay. I'm, I, dude, I'll tell you what, I'm a huge Ricky Starks fan all of a sudden. I watched like a promo that he released like a year ago, like a promo video, uh-huh. and he put it back up on Twitter the other day, and I'm like, holy shit, this is so good. Yeah. It's not him cutting a promo, it's just like a promotional mm. video. Sure. It's amazing. I'll show it to you afterwards. A, I think it's a great. vignette, if yeah, you will. A vignette, yes. That's the word I'm looking for. Okay. I loved it. I thought Did it was fantastic. deliver an anchovy pizza? No, but he's not a pizza man. He's okay. a pizza man. Pizza man. Um, so the first match that I watched was the first match. Okay. It was Chaos Project. Oh, God. Luther and Okay. All right. You clearly hate yourself. Going up against the debuting tag team of TNT. TNT. Yeah. Might want to change the name. Are they Dynamite? No, it is Terrell and Terrence Hughes. Oh, these Devon's kids? Devon's kids. I want to see Devon's kids. I saw that they were on there, but I, I was like, yeah, I don't know that I necessarily want to watch uh, Devon's kids. I wanted to see it. Yeah. I, I never had a problem with Devon. No, I like Devon just fine. Bubba's yeah. the asshole. Oh, yeah. He's the he's the worst Dudley to ever exist. Yeah. If, listen, everybody. If you are if if you listen to the show and you are friends with Bubba Ray Dudley uh, or not blocked by Bubba Ray Dudley on Twitter, ask him what it's like to be the worst Dudley. Yeah. Like, ask him what if he can if like he can sleep at night knowing that Dances with Dudleys is a better Dudley than Bubba yeah. Dudley. Ask him what it's like to vanity search yourself on Twitter and then respond to me. That's true. If yeah. he if he could vanity search audio, I listen. I would love, <laughs> I would love to get into it with with Bubba Ray Dudley because he would just be like, "Hey, what's it like having your dick in your sister's mouth?" And I'd be like, "You're a terrible wrestler, you piece of shit." <laughs> hey. You were one of the reasons why Ring of Honor was on the downslope for right. a long time. Yeah, like everywhere you go turns to shit, you yeah. asshole. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. No, we're not going backstage to talk it out. Shut the <laughs> fuck up and get away from me. Yeah. 
Let's go. All right, I'm fine. Devon's cool though. I like Devon. Devon, Devon's at like the top of the Dudley's list. Come on, man, that's Reverend Devon. Yeah, it's like it's like uh, Dave Bautista. Right, it's like Big Dick Dudley. Deacon Bautista. Yeah, Deacon Bautista. It's like Big Dick Dudley dances with Dudley. Dances with Dudley. Sign guy Dudley. Then like Devon Dudley Dudley. Oh, Dudley. That's right, Dudley Dudley. Spike Dudley. Yeah, that's true. Devon's not that high on the list. No, don't don't you. But you'd be smart to name of Dudley Dudley. But I don't have a problem with Devon. No, I'm cool. Bubba's the only one I have a problem with. Yeah, he's a dirtbag. Yeah. Um, next match I watched was the acclaimed. Ooh, I watched this as Bowie well. Valley. Who got the win? Who? What's the, give oh, me the low down here, pal? I mean, who do you think got the win? TNT? No. Oh, of course not. Deathmatch legend Luther. Yeah, Japanese okay. deathmatch legend Great. Luther. Great. And Serpentico. It, they should have just swapped Gangrel out. It would have been such a better tag team. Serpentico nope, and Gangrel. Gangrel's in the inner circle. Oh, that's true. Gangrel's in the inner circle. Yeah. Right. Uh, but yeah, next match I watched was the acclaimed versus Louis Valley and Justin Blacks. Yes, I watched this as well. I watched it just basically for Louis Valley. Louis Valley, yeah, absolutely. Um, but I'll tell you, what, I liked Max Caster and Anthony Bowens. I thought they were interesting. Yeah, we've seen them a few times yeah. before. They've changed their name. A but they're officially time. signed now. Oh, are they? Yeah, they're signed. I like it. It's, they, they're good it's undercard guy. Yeah, why not? Uh, my favorite thing about this match is that how pissed off Taz was that Louis Valley was wearing orange. Well, there was that and. Uh, when Tassi said, listen, I've been body shamed my whole life. I was like, haven't you, you little short stack of pancakes, you? That's right. You little adorable guy, you. Maybe if he got clothes I love you, fit, Taz. If he got clothes that fit or visited a tailor, people would leave him alone. Man, I love Taz. I'm sorry. I really do. He's wonderful. Um, but yeah, match was fine. It was like five minutes. Yeah. You know, whatever. No harm, no foul. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. What was the next match you watched? Uh, I watched the Peter Avalon segment that's not a match at all. Okay, I didn't watch that. Uh, Peter Avalon. Uh, you remember the old Christopher Walken SNL skit where the cameraman would wear the, the glove and it would be the woman that Christopher yeah. Walken's trying to, for lack of a better term, sexually assault in a yeah. hotel room that she doesn't want to be in, <laughs> also known as the Louis C.K.? Um, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> nailing them all today. Jesus. Um, <laughs> Nobody's safe. <laughs> Nobody's safe. We're, shoot- <laughs> we're shooting, brother. Uh so he did this thing where, like, he's with this woman. I'm assuming it's supposed to be Leva because she spacked him and whatever, but you don't ever see her. Uh, and he sits down at dinner and whatever. Uh, and it turns out they're in an elevator. Like, he, it's it looked like a restaurant, but somebody gets on the elevator. He's like, get out of here, blah, blah, blah. He goes through this whole thing and then reveals that he is now pretty Peter Avalon. He's not the librarian, librarian nope. anymore? He's pretty Peter Avalon. Okay. Uh, sure. And so I guess they're trying to move him on. Uh, no sign of Cutler on the show. He got his win and he's just done. He got his wings and he's done. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we got pretty Peter Avalon. Pretty Pete. Okay. Well, so. well, I guess that's a route to take. Yeah. Um, next match that I next thing that I watched was uh, Lucha Brothers. Me too. Of course, versus Ashton Star, David Ali. Yeah. Uh, went about five and a half yeah, minutes. Yeah, nothing basically happened. It was fine. I liked it. Yeah. I thought it was fun. Yeah. I thought David Ali and Ashton Star got a little bit of offense, and I thought it was fun. And uh, when uh, Ray Phoenix stomped uh, Ashton Star right in the asshole, and Taz <laughs> called it that way, <laughs> right. it was all right to the asshole. Well, there you go. So that, was, that made my night. Yeah. When it's Lucha Brothers, I'll probably watch. Yeah, me too. Those guys are right. great. Uh, did I watch anything else? I didn't watch anything until the uh, Eva Lee Diamante tag match. Did you watch that? I did. Why? Because one of their opponents is a woman named Genocide. <laughs> and turns out she's a robot. 
Yeah? <laughs> How did that go? Oh, hilariously terrible. Um, oh, boy. So, uh, <laughs> so it's Dream Girl Ellie and Genocide, spelled J-E-N-N-A-C-I-D-E. I was like, how can I not watch this match? Her name is Genocide. Uh, I just, yeah. You Evil- know what? I wish I would have saw that because I totally would have watched it just for that. <laughs> Ivelisse and Diamante get the win, of course. Dream Girl Ellie comes out in like Jushin Liger esque shoulder pads uh, as her ring entrance, sort of uh, cross between Jushin Liger and like Super Saiyan, okay. uh, like Vegeta gear. Uh, and Genocide is a robot. She got like silver painted on her face, and she's like a killer robot. She's a robot named Genocide. I think I tried to look her up and surprisingly uh, Googling genocide even spelled that way. I'm sure you got some uh, interesting results. Does not give you the best results. I couldn't find a ton about her, but I have seen on social media that she is associated with Abaddon. So I think they were sort of like an evil. Abaddon and genocide. An evil like murderous stable on the Indies somewhere. What the hell? I'm all in, man. Uh, The match was no good. You need more uh, characters. Yeah, but you know what? Like... uh, Abaddon is still not cleared, which I guess stinks. Uh, and <laughs> the name was Genocide. How can I not watch I'm it? I'm kind of real pissed I didn't yeah, watch it. Yeah, it was terrible, though. It was kind of not good. So the last thing that I half-watched was Sonny Kiss and Joey Janela against Jurassic Express. I I tinkered with, with playing this, and I, I played, like, in the beginning, kind of scrolled through it um, just because I want to support Sonny. Uh, but I, I just couldn't do it. Yeah. Uh, once I got to like the like uh, Luchasaurus like powerhouse shit, yeah. I was just like, nah, I'm good, and I shut it off. So <laughs> proper response. Yeah, I don't know. I just I don't care right. about. I just nah, I, I don't need to see it. So right. all right, well that was dark. Let's get into dynamite. All uh no, that wasn't all out. It was full gear. Full gear say, fallout. Fallout? Yeah. fallout. Fallout. Yeah. Full gear. Fallout. Full gear. Fallout. There yeah. we go. Um, we're kicking it off with uh, Brian Cage versus Matt Seidel. Yes. Taz cuts a promo though. Missed all this. Oh yeah. Right. So explain. So uh, YouTube went down. As I said before on the show, I have YouTube TV. Because uh, I'm a gourd gutter. Uh, YouTube went down. No explanation. YouTube TV went down. No explanation. So I couldn't get into shit right as I went to switch. Like, watching Jeopardy because I'm an old ass man. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace, Alec. And uh, I... Uh, did I just call him Alec? I did. You definitely I did. did. I, I mean, did. I was just going to wait. That's you. fine. You should just let... I, I shouldn't I, have questioned I myself. Go. But that's fine. Uh, but uh, I was like, all right, I'm going to switch over. And it wouldn't load. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And then YouTube was down. So then you sent me uh, a link, and I watched it on my phone for a little bit, but I had missed, like, the first, like, three or four minutes of the show. Okay. Well, Taz cuts a promo, running down Darby, tells him to keep his narrow ass in his chair and don't get near the ring. Uh, he also tells him to let Cody know the same thing. And Cage is about to wrestle a man who respects the past, and Darby doesn't have credibility. Matt Seidel does. He actually puts Seidel over pretty good. Yeah. He goes, Matt Seidel goes, you know, he has a win over Chris Jericho in his career, and he goes, here's somebody that I, I, we actually have respect for, not you, Darby. Okay. I was like, huh, mm. interesting. So Brian Cage versus Matt Seidel is yep. kicking the show off. Goes about a little over seven and a half minutes. Yeah. Brian Cage got the win after he hit the drill claw. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I enjoyed this. Uh, it was Cage's best match in AEW today. Dude, same. Yep. Uh, same. Him and Sidal worked real well together. Yep. To me, it showed hmm, Sidal sure can still some, work. They have some TNA uh, interactions, I'm sure, right? I'm sure, even if you, even probably before that on yeah. California, you right. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a good match. Me too. Like, uh, I enjoyed Sidal's it. small enough for Cage to throw around. I mean, he's a big guy, so he can throw anybody around, but like... It just works. I thought it was believable. Yeah. I thought it did some cool stuff. Uh, Cage sold a lot for Sido, yeah. which I thought was good. Even, like, at the end when he finally pinned him, like, Ricky Starks was, like, patting his chest, like, holy shit, that was close, uh-huh. you know? Um, but, yeah, I thought that was yeah. a very was good match. match yeah. Video, for sure. After the match, Ricky grabs the mic, uh, says they're officially ranked. Next step is a TNT title. If you step in our way, we're putting you in a grave. Yes. So I thought that was cool. Line. That was a pretty good promo. Um and said that we'll make our presence because the revolution will be televised. Because they're like four and five in the rankings, right? I think so, yeah. They're, like they're, that, which they, I mean, listen, if you're counting these rankings, right. they should be. Right. You know? Absolutely. Um, we come back from break, and uh, Cody. Oh, boy. <laughs> Cody Rose is in the ring. Apparently, the weather was fucking terrible down there, there was, last there night. Was, there was a hurricane passing through. Oh, well, that's fine. Yeah. Let's, let's do a wrestling show where mm-hmm. hurricanes coming through. Mm-hmm. Um, he wants to congratulate Darby and says that uh, he will not be seeking a rematch at this time. Yeah. And then there's another match he wants to remove from his record, and he wants MJF. Yep. Which I found kind of funny because MJF did an interview like either earlier this week or the end of last week where he's just like, yeah, I have no interest in like a Cody Rhodes thing anymore. Right. Like He's like... And I don't know how much of it was in character. I'm sure some, but well, it was just like, ah, uh, there's some things I wish we could have did a little bit different, but, you know, I don't want to go back to that. Right. So. Why would you? Yeah. Um, in the background, while Cody's saying this, some very fit uh-huh. blonde woman comes to the ring. It's, it's, her hair is gray, but whatever. I mean, that's fine. Okay. Whatever. Um. Cody's like, oh, can I help you? And she rips the mic out of his hand mm-hmm. and grabs his tie and says, I don't know, can you help me? Yeah. Um, says her name is Jade and that Jade Cargill, yeah. And that she is the total package, which bullshit. Not. You're not. Um Cody was like looking at her very confused. Yeah. She cuts a promo. That's a word for it. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I I actually on the pay per view pointed her out to to you and Joe and Doug. Because she's in the front row of the pay-per-view. And I was like, she's a wrestler. And I noticed her because on her, just like last week, she started a Twitter and did cosplay as Storm. X, Storm X-Men Storm. Yeah, I saw that picture. And, like, it's phenomenal. Like, she's in incredible shape. Yeah. She's got the, like, white, gray hair. Sure. Uh, she's, I mean, incredibly attractive. Um, so, like, the Storm was like, oh, that's really cool. And then in her bio... Like, all the comic book people I saw were retweeting because it was good cosplay. and <laughs> That's the that's reason. That's the reason. Sure. And um, it, in her bio, it was like, it's soon to be your favorite pro wrestler. And I was like, wait, what? Hmm. Um, so I don't know anything about her um, other than that I follow her on Twitter. Um, but, yeah, so I pointed her out, and now she makes her, her in-ring microphone debut with yeah. Cody. Yeah, she said that she heard one week Cody calls off the giant killer. There's nothing giant about you, Cody. Probably true. That means you're dick. Um, she, I wish I wish she was like, in case you didn't know, I was talking about your wiener. <laughs> she said she knows a real giant and that next time Cody should, wants to think out loud, he needs to keep that shit to himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 
she like leaves kind of sort of but then turns around and says yeah you want to know that giant's name mm-hmm. is a real star and at this point i'm racking my brain for giants that aren't signed elsewhere i'm yeah. like oh what like indie guy are they gonna bring in that's huge that they can you know like put up against cody and i was like i honestly can't think of anybody no because he's certainly not an indie star nope and uh it's a real it's, star uh, co-star of uncle drew it's Shaq. It's, it's Shaquille O'Neal. One Mr. Shaquille yeah. O'Neal. Uh, so before we get to the next part of this. Yeah, let's, let's um, talk about this real quick. So I thought her delivery was not good. No, it wasn't. But I like what they did. Like, I liked the idea of it. I liked the bringing someone brand fucking new into the ring with Cody Taught, telling Cody, like, you know, you think you're so tough. You're not. We're going to show you. Like, I, I like the idea of it. Um, I like the sort of, like, oh, hey, we're doing this. This is new. Let's see what we're doing. Because where's Cody going? He can't go for the belt. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. Um, but I thought, you know, she did nerves, whatever. Um, clearly, she's very, very new to the business. But you couldn't have you couldn't have someone we've seen before get in the ring and do that sort of stuff. Um, so I like the idea. I like the sort of the purpose of it. Um and do I give a shit that it's Shaq? No. Uh, I mean, one, I feel bad for the Big Show. Well, and, and here's my whole thing about it. Like, Shaq versus Big Show would have been, like, fun. Right. Because they're two literal giants. There'd be no bumps. And, yeah, and, right. And, like, it'd be fun. Like, what the f- I, I, I don't want to see Cody right. Rhodes versus Shaquille. Right. O'Neal. I mean, unless Shaq's able to carry him to a better match, it's going to be terrible. Um, and, like, I like Shaq. I think Shaq's funny uh, sometimes. Uh, okay, I like think Shaq's funny in Uncle Drew because Uncle Drew's, like, the funniest movie of the last ten years. But um, It is a great movie. It's fucking fantastic. But, uh, yeah, I was just like, she said Shaq, and I was, and, like, my response was, did she... Did she just say Shaq? Yeah. Wait, Shaq, Shaq? Like, Shaq. Like, like, like Orlando Magic, like Blue Chip with Nick Nolte, Shaq. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. I, I mean, honestly, I'd probably rather watch Cody Rhodes wrestle uh, Penny Hardaway, but um, be a better match. It would be a better match. Uh, it's interesting, and uh, I saw somebody's take on this online. I don't remember who it was, um, but I'll steal and treat it like my own idea. Anyway, um, they said like you know, this wasn't for fans like us. This is to get outside eyes on the company because when you when you say Shaq if you have Shaq come in and do your shows it's going to get a lot of outside attention sports center is going to cover it all the news stations are going to cover it it's going to be fucking everywhere and that that's what this is supposed to do it's a spectacle so like for for the for the hardcore smart mark wrestling fan it's not for us it's for trying to bring that younger audience in trying to bring that outside audience in the AEW and give them that bigger boost do I do I think it'll work do I agree with it whatever it's fine uh, I get that, and I'll accept it as it is. And and I, I get that point too, but I look at it like, okay, when you brought Mike Tyson into the WWF, it was against Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yes, the hottest fucking thing you had in that company. Uh huh. When you had like Shaq do his stuff against Big Show in WWF, like uh-huh. that's a spectacle. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like that's like a wow, that's holy shit. Yeah. Um, even like when they had Floyd Mayweather in WWF, it was against the Big Show mm-hmm. because again, 
He's a fucking giant. Right. Um, Who did Kevin Green work in WCW? We're not talking about that. Okay. I don't want to talk about that. Okay. Carl Malone. Mm-hmm. Like, he was in a match involving... Jay Leno. Hulk Hogan. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Jay Leno. But he was in a match involving Hulk Hogan. Uh-huh. At that point, everybody knows who the fuck Hulk right. Hogan is. Sure. Um, like they're getting, like they're getting brought in with like legit household names at that point. Yeah. Or something where when Cody Rhodes is, is a household name, it's his own household. I don't know whose house you're it's in. His but, own, but he's a household name. Sure. Okay. I mean, listen, just because his dad was the second most recognizable athlete in the entire world today does not mean that his son is. Okay. okay? Um, it's just like a. Are you trying to prop Cody up again as like the big star? Like he's doing yeah. the, the fucking He's TNT propping show. himself up as a big star. It's just, it's so silly. And I think it's fucking stupid. He literally on AEW Un- Unrestricted uh, today's episode talked about how uh, the EVPs run nothing past one another when they come up with ideas. They yeah, just yeah, do they it. Because they don't talk to each other. Because they don't talk to yeah, each other. Yeah, because they all exactly. fucking hate each other. Yeah. Um, but I just, I don't know. My opinion, I think it's real dumb. It, it's not for me. I, I don't care. Um, but whatever. I, it doesn't, it, it doesn't bother me. It's, you know, we've seen it before. It's an old trick. Of course. And, so. and, and it is, it's, it's a, it's a cheap trick Ooh. trying to like get more eyes on the product. Yeah. But I just think it was different from those other situations I gave where they were legit stars in the company yeah. and legit household names where yes. or the visual is going to be real cool mm-hmm. where this is just like oh who's this yeah. Shaq around this blonde guy with a neck tattoo well and it was supposed to be when they brought Tyson in AEW he was supposed to have a match and that never happened thank Christ so yeah right so um, weird oh and they also let Jade say shit on TV and miss the bleeps they, yeah they, well they missed the second bleep because out comes Brandy yes uh, talking to Jade who the hell do you think you are? I'll make it real easier for you. And don't talk to my man and you're mm-hmm. flapping your gums and take your ratchet trifling ass off uh-huh. the stage. Heffa. Yeah. Yeah. And she said bitch and that is yeah. getting bleep. So, Which, why are they bleeping bitch on TNT? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Because probably, there's probably like an allotment and who knows. Yeah. And then uh, like when Brandy was leaving, Jade smacked her on the ass. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, how came uh, the new effing show, Jerry Lynn, to uh, break, up, <laughs> break up this brouhaha? Right. Uh, so, I, I didn't think what Brandy said was bad. Um, you know, I, it's it's funny to me that this is, again, they're like, all right, Brandy, main part of this show, let's go. And she's like, all right, I'm going to try something completely new than what I've already tried. Yeah. And, like, I don't think this is so bad. I, you know, I thought she was convincing. I don't know why she's she got, like... She sort of she started dropping dropping letters off of her words, like trying to sound a little a little tougher there. Um, uh, calling the woman, I'm assuming Heffa, meaning heifer. Like uh, the, what? That that's yeah. a weird. Okay, I know. And then I looked at Jade. I'm like, yo, she has like a six pack. Yeah, <laughs> like, she's got like three percent body fat, but whatever. I thought it was a, a decent enough promo. I you know, Brandy at least was confident in it, like that she can do this. Um, and it just makes it even more interesting that, uh, you know, what, six months ago that she was trying to be an actual, like, witch on TV? Yeah. 
Um, so uh, for for I guess what's turning the corner on Brandy, and Brandy's not torn, turning the corner, but what the strategy they're taking with her now is that she's done so many terrible things that she does one thing that's not terrible. You're like, oh hey, you did it. You know, like you fell off your bike seven times and the second, the, the eighth time you got 10 feet down the road, you're like, oh, well, at least it's an accomplishment. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Just, I, they, I mean, they can't, <laughs> track record show, they can't possibly let her think that she's going to be a contributing factor to this feud for longer than three weeks. Um, but I didn't, again. Like, I get the whole thing, like, coming out and standing up for your husband, absolutely. Right. But, like, eh. It was a very long segment. I wish they had moved it on, moved it on a little bit quicker. Um, yeah, but maybe I'm just in a forgiving mood. Maybe something in the world changed in one way or the other that I'm not as angry as I usually am. Uh, but I, I, I'm not. I'll give you that. I, I'm not angry about any of this right now. I will be. All right. But right now, it's like, all right, it's a passing thing. Like, I'm not invested in Cody in any way. He doesn't have the belt anymore, so I don't have to be invested in him. He's not wrestling Darby again, so I don't have to worry. You know, he's not wrestling anybody I'm gonna like. So let him have his let him have his ego stroking segment. I don't care, you know. Let him go on his the Big Show show or whatever it's called, the Go Big Show. I don't know. It's the Go Away show. Every time he said, every time they, it's the Go Big Show, and every time they said it, I'm like, poor Big Show. Big Show should have been on it. It's true. Uh, well, after this, Cody's standing in the ring, looking confused as all hell. Well, Brian Cage sneaks in and power bombs him, mm-hmm. and then he holds Cody up, and Ricky Starks is about to spear him. But Darby's music hits, and he yeah. comes out of the crowd in his thumbtack jacket. With no belt. Yeah. Where's your belt? You won the belt. He's ready to fight, though. He doesn't need a belt to fight. The belt's a weapon. Yeah, he has a thumbtack jacket. Dude. I don't care. I'm going to use a thumbtack jacket over a, okay. over a belt. All right, well, you'll lose a fight. I, I don't I don't know if I will. Well, you um, won't, but he would. <laughs> but yeah, uh, he thumbtacks all of them to death. Uh-huh. And uh, they chase him off, and then Will Hobbs randomly comes out real late. Real late. And uh, rips his shirt off and a little late. hits the mat. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, that's hmm, fine. Interesting. A little late. Yeah. Um, we come back from break. John Moxley is with Fathead Marvez. Uh, they talk about the I Quit match and then brings up his match upcoming mm-hmm. match against Omega. Cuts a real good fucking promo again because mm-hmm. he's really good at cutting promos, John, this John Moxley character. Right. Just saying, you know, I'm never going to quit, and, uh, you know, somebody's going to shut my lights off one day. I don't think it'll be, though, Omega, so, yeah. So I could talk. We'll talk about this here, because there's no other, I mean, there's Kenny stuff later, but have you seen the theories about what's going to happen with Kenny and Moss? Yeah, absolutely. Well, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. All right, we'll talk about, we'll talk it, about later. it later. Fine. Yeah. Uh, second match of the night, yes. the Bunkhouse match. Yes. Butcher and the Blade, mm-hmm. Bunkhouse Butch, now lovingly called, yep. going up against the Natural Nightmares. Mm-hmm. Uh, this goes 13 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, Natural Nightmares got the win. Yeah. This fucking ruled. It was, it was great. I have one giant glaring issue with it, though. What? Only one team wore knee pads on the outside of their jeans. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's important. Yeah. That makes a bunkhouse match. They were still wearing jeans, though. I don't care. If your knee pads are inside those jeans, it's not a proper bunkhouse match. Well, and it upset me Butcher and Blade didn't do that, so I'm glad they lost. Okay. Wear, right. the, wear the proper right. bunkhouse attire. If they won the right bunkhouse attire, they would have won. Right, except for the fact that the Blade caught a gusher. Right, you uh, QT Marshall Mark. Sure. Okay, that's cool. Listen, 
I mean, hey, he does use the diamond cutter better than DDP ever it's did. It's true. So that's, it's, that's and he hits true. him like 19 times. He so. certainly does. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I loved it. Yeah, it was, it, just, was, it was a ton of fun. This should have been on the goddamn pay-per-view. Yeah. Spectacles like this. That's a yeah, pay-per-view quality. Sure. It's like, listen, I think it's cool you gave it away on free TV, mm-hmm. but like, that eh, probably should It was a lot of blood for TV. Yeah. Uh, fucking Blade, Blade, kinda, Blade kinda gusher. Blade went Muda scale. He did. He went Muda scale. Mm-hmm. He went Carino Heat Wave 2000. Ooh. Just absolute mess. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just violence. Yep. They just beat the shit out of each other with everything in sight. Bunny taking that table bump at the end. That was the best bump it was of the match. Gross. The best bump of the match because um, she w- when because when she took that hit, she didn't she didn't quite have enough distance and she really stretched for it. You know, I kind of hope this is the end. This is a blow off match. This yeah. is what it should be. Mm-hmm. Like this should be done now. Yeah, and with, and with the faces winning, with it the has faces to be done. winning, this should be done. Yeah. Like, so it just was let it let it go. It was built, but oddly built. Like the whole the whole thing, like acknowledging that. The bunny and Blade are husband and wife. Like, QT knows that. Yeah. Everyone knows that. So then QT's mad that the woman who what, was cheating went back on to your her, husband. Yeah, that was cheating on her husband with you, just ran up your credit cards and went back to her husband is a weird thing. Um, and yeah, if the heels won, then this would continue. But the faces won. I think that makes it the blow off and, and we'll, we'll walk away. Uh, I I don't think they needed to even blow this off. I think a promo would have blown it off just fine. But it was a good match. It was a lot of fun. I I loved um, it, man. And let's let's move them on because uh, even though they lost uh, Butch and uh, Big Butch, Bunkhouse Butch, and the Blade have uh, can go on to much much bigger things. They have a little bit of business to take care of. A little bit. Um, next up, we have the induction of MJF and Wardlow. Yeah. Into the inner circle. Um, they're all in the ring. How comes MJF? He recites some uh, some Drake lyrics. Mm-hmm. Uses the line of you know I've been in this industry for whole, five for a whole five years. Yeah. All I and all I had was a small loan of a million dollars, which makes me sick. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he starts said he wrote a poem. He says Drake lyrics. Ortiz grabs the mic and says, enough of this. Like, Jericho, how do you not see through this clown? He's an idiot. Like, yes. he does not belong with us. And Jericho is pretty much like, hey, like, listen, I've been doing this for 30 years. You know, we're going to be stronger than ever. We will make it work. MGF doesn't want all the tension. Uh, he's here to celebrate Chris Jericho's birthday. And then the balloons and confetti get released, and they all just float away instantly because it's windy as fuck down there. Uh, and then yep. lastly, we are going to Vegas. Yep. On MJF. Yeah, it's all on MJF. Yeah. I, it's not working for me. Um, yeah. I it, just, it's not that any I think any one piece is bad. I, I like some of it. I like that Sammy's disgusted with it. Clearly, they're going to face turn Sammy out of this. Yeah. Uh, I think Wardlow's going to face turn out of this, too. Um, and... Uh, it looks like Ortiz and Santana might get a little bit of beef because Ortiz doesn't want him and Santana's yeah. super happy about it. Yeah, we'll see. Um, and I know next week they're probably going to do a vignette where Sammy gets screwed over in Vegas or sure. has to sit in the in coach or whatever nonsense. I think the best thing they did in this whole program so far was, I don't know if you saw it, they put up a, a photo of them on, on social media of the inner circle together yeah. showing off their tickets. So they're all, it's a group photo and they're all showing off their tickets 
and like Jericho's got this giant grin, MGF has this giant grin, and then like Ortiz is mad, and Sammy's like looking at the ticket, like pissed off. And then in the background, in the back row of the photo, is Wardlow and Hager staring at each other. Yeah. And I was like, this photo does more than that promo did. Like this photo alone, I can tell where everybody stands on it, who likes who, who doesn't like who. And like th- this photo alone does more than they did in the, in in this whole weird MJF aping pol- politician still like all that sort of shit. Very weird. Um, but yeah, I liked that photo better. But you know, it it'll be cool. I, I you know, spinning Sammy into a face is long overdue. So. Yeah, whatever gets away from Matt Hardy. Right, and don't please don't gun. break up Santana Ortiz. Those guys no, should have the straps. They should absolutely. I agree with that. Um, we go backstage. Fathead Marvez knocks on the door of the box, and he's just like, please. "Did he used to have a beard?" No, he used to wear glasses though. Okay. Yeah. So I, was, I looked at his face, and I was like, "This that whatever he did was not an improvement." Yeah, I think he was wearing glasses, but okay. I don't think he does now. Uh, mm. Basically, just keeps telling them like, "Please don't kick me," you yeah. know, because you guys are assholes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they say that, that next week they are facing a, an independent tag team called Top Flight. Yes, which apparently they've been on Dark, and I haven't watched them. Okay, so, so there's that. Mm. Next match, you know what's sad? Mm. The Young Bucks aren't mad anymore. Oh, you can't do it anymore. They're You're done. Mad. They're not mad. They apologize. Yeah, they're not mad anymore. They're, they're mad. They're, anymore. Ha- they're glad. They're glad. Oh, end of an era for you. That's it. Wow, leave the memories alone. I know. Third match, Scorpio Sky <laughs> versus Sean Spears. It's a match like this that that made me uh, wonder out loud. Did AEW realize they had a pay-per-view on, on Saturday that they needed to address some things on this show? Yeah, well, I know Scorpio had that whole thing where he came in contact with somebody with mm-hmm. COVID, and their match got called off of last week's Dynamite, mm-hmm. so... Like you got to blow off the feud eventually. Yeah, you could have blown it off the main event of Dark where it belonged. <laughs> Sean Spears gets the win. The glove gimmick. Nine minutes. Yeah, he hits him with a slug in the glove. Mm-hmm. Totally distracted Bryce. Distracted Scorpio while distracting Bryce. Yes. And then, yeah. So, I don't know if there's going to be more to this uh, or what, but sure. Yeah. That's the thing Cody on Unrestricted this week just talked about how uh, the things that Sean Spears can do are amazing. And he's he... he he didn't get treated right where he was, and we're going to see things out of him that are going to amaze people. And I'm like, why is he waiting? Yeah, what are you waiting for? Yep, what are you – because the dude's been there the whole time. The whole time. What are you waiting for? And they for? tried. Yeah. They've tried and they've tried. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, next we get Fathead Marvez chasing down Kenny Omega in a parking lot because Kenny was on his way out. Yep. Uh, and he says, yeah, like we all know that me versus Moxley now and everybody's waiting for the cleaner and the best mm-hmm. bout machine and the Kenny from New Japan. And yeah. he goes, you know, I think I proved I can still be that guy. And I took a step back from being that guy. Um, but now it's time to reclaim that role and uh, the responsibility of being the best. You know what I'm waiting for? What? Kenny Omega to cut a good promo. I'm waiting for him to grow his eyebrows because he didn't have eyebrows. It was weird last uh, night. This was not a good promo. He's, I didn't, yeah. he's so lackadaisical and like just yeah boring and like normally like I never thought he was a great promo because he's too much of a fucking nerd. Um, so like a lot of times his promos he just ends up sounding like a nerd. Um, but it didn't matter because he was so like flashy and fun in the ring, which we also haven't really seen. He's been good, but um, but yeah, I just this promo like old promos like oh again. I, Living in the past, I know it's unfair to compare, but in your promo, I'm as excited as you are. So 
if you come out there and you're going to be all jacked up and crazy and talking about insane things and being loud and yelling and intense, I'm going to feel that and be into it. Kenny does these promos and he's just like, yeah, I'm going to be the best again. I can do it. And it's just like, dude, I have as much energy for this as you put into it. Um, so it's just, it's just not, you know, like I still like when he's in the ring, he looks fine. He does cool stuff. But, like, put him in front of a microphone, it just doesn't work. I wonder who he was, like, on the phone with. I don't know. I don't know. I was like, oh, maybe it was probably, like, Don Callis or something. You Bella. know what I mean? Oh, God. More on that later. Um, but, yeah, Omega says, I got to go catch a flight. Goodbye. Good night. See ya. Yeah. So, um, so when are we going to talk about what's going on with Mox? Right now. Okay. That's exactly what I was waiting for. Okay, good. Um, so they announced, yes, December 2nd on Dynamite. We're giving this bitch away on free TV. Right. Smart. John Moxley versus Kenny Omega. The obvious theory, which got sniffed out pretty quick, was, and I, I feel like I, I mentioned this in mm-hmm. passing, was, oh, yeah, when's Moxley going to work for New Japan and defend the United States title over there? Right. Because you know he wants to re- do Wrestle Kingdom. Right. Sorry, but Wrestle Kingdom is bigger than any fucking Dynamite. Right. Yeah. No offense, AEW. Right. Um, it's bigger than all your pay-per-views as well because it's Wrestle Kingdom. Wrestle Kingdom. Um, so, yeah, they pretty much were like, okay, this is December 2nd. This will give them enough time to fly over Japan, quarantine, do Wrestle Kingdom, which is on two days again this year, 4th and 5th. Mm. Fly back. Or he'll probably do New Year's Dash as well to mm-hmm. leave something. Or who knows? Maybe this is just like the, all right, you know, thank you for everything you did, New Japan. Right. I, I, I have other obligations because of the world right now. Right. Um so, yeah, everybody go, is just like, yeah, Omega's winning the belt that night. Mm-hmm. Which, you, you knew this was going to come to it eventually, especially because of guys guys in AEW that they need to keep happy yeah. are guys like Moxley mm-hmm. and guys like Jericho that want to work New Japan. Yeah. They willingly are like, no, we want to work there. We love it there. Please, like, right. then that's why it's in their contracts that they want to go. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I could absolutely see mm-hmm. that happening. Yeah, Mox has had a had a, had that belt for a while. I, I what concerns me about him dropping the belt, and it's fine if he does to Kenny, but like, I don't know that they're like. I think AEW has mismanaged almost all their belts so far, and I think that they haven't had a specialist. And maybe it's maybe it's just current wrestling. Maybe it's just what wrestling has become. But like, you have a guy, he's your champion. He only wrestled the. They only wrestle on the big shows now. Like they don't, you know. Like he defended his title. You know, come back on, come out on Dynamite, wrestle somebody, and just beat him real quick. But have a have a match. You, you're only seeing your champions wrestle on big shows. It happens with the women's title. It happens with this one. Like Cody was, and that's why Cody had sort of some claim to saying that the TNT belt is the most important belt in the company because it was defended every week. It was visual. It was visible. Everybody, you saw the TNT title every week. I think with Mox, he was doing that because if you remember back in the Brian Cage feud, like he was wrestling that Robert Anthony on television. Yeah, and I think once uh, I think maybe it's a it's a COVID era thing. I think once his wife got COVID, yeah. it kind of maybe made him take a step back and a little could, bit. It could just be companies as a whole, like saying like you know th- these are our champs. We use them sparingly because one, there's no audience what, to bring people in. So what's the matter? biggest problem that it, that an AEW can have, like for a pay per view? The biggest issue will be your one of your champions gets COVID, right? And your pay per view is fucked. 
Like, could right. you imagine if Moxley got COVID like for a right. full year? Right. What do you do then? And it's not like people are are you know going to going to the weekly show to see the champions. Exactly. There's nobody showing up. Yeah. I get it. I, I think it's just missed. Um, and especially on this show where you had on the pay per view every champion wrestle. And then on this dynamite, we just got a couple promos, and that was it. It's a little, it's off. Um, I see. I was okay with that because I you you have to build your other stories too. Yeah, you have to keep that undercard. You have to try to at least maintain an undercard. Yeah, and try to set up challenges and try to keep it strong. So it's okay that Moxley just had a promo. Yeah, and Omega just had a promo, and even like the Bucks, they just had a promo. They're, but like Darby still got involved in something, right? Like, but there ain't nothing wrong with the champion showing up on the show and just having a, a nonsense throwaway And there's match. not. No, and there's definitely not. And I agree with that. But, you know, I also at the same time, like, I do think it's important that you need to keep that. Try to keep an yeah. undercard and try to keep it somewhat strong. And try to have other stories, not just around your belts. Yeah. I, you know, that's where I'm at with it. Um, because the next match... And I laughed real hard when I saw your tweet about it last night. Was hey, it's nine thirty, time for the AEW Women's what it is. Dynamite match of the week. Right, um, the one match, and that's <laughs> that's what we get. We had Tay Conti mm-hmm. versus Red Velvet. Yeah, uh, Tay Conti won in about eight minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, she was with Anna J. Anna J. tried to give her the chair. Tay said no, just yeah. won it on her own. Which I was like, okay, there's sure. That's you could plant a seed there, maybe for yeah. a dissension between those two. Um, well, and Red Velvet had Brandy, yeah, but Brandy was pissed off. Yes, and didn't want to do the little spoon thingy, right. stir, right, stir thing or whatever the right. fuck it because, is. Because because now AEW is also asking Brandy to once again p- take part uh, in helping carry two segments on television every week. Yeah, great, so wonderful. But uh, match was you know it was whatever it was, it was whatever. Fine. Yeah. I mean, at least it wasn't like three minutes. They got I, eight minutes. I, I'm glad that there's, you know, uh, two healthy women that can wrestle in this division. Um, you know, they're relatively unproven. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah, Tay Conti's real young. Yeah. So. I mean, Anna Jay is, is, She's younger is than like, Tay Conti, I think. I think Anna Jay's under 20 matches professionally That's career. so, so crazy. Yeah. Um, we go backstage with the inner circle talking about Vegas. Sam, talking about Sammy's emails. Well, yeah, Sammy shows up and says, I only got one email. I was supposed to be at the beach. And MJF's like, no, I sent you two. He's like, I only got one. Jericho's like, all right, well, maybe, you know, maybe you missed it or whatever. And Sammy's right. just real pissed off. And uh, Sammy's going to kill MJF, mm-hmm. I hope. Um, main event time. Ray Phoenix. Versus Penta, El Zero Miedo, I think they're calling him this week. Yeah. With uh, the boy, Eddie Kingston, on commentary. Mm -hmm. Always thrilled about that. Yeah. Um, He comes out with the mic, says, you know, don't cheer. Like, I know my name. Like, you don't need to cheer for me. And said, like, you know, yeah, I said I quit on Saturday, but I will be the world champion one day. And I'm like, fuck yeah, Eddie. Um. So we get into the match. Well, he says you're going to see two of the greatest luchadors to ever do it. And says mm-hmm. you're welcome. So, Ray Phoenix versus Penta. This is kind of like a. It's not a rematch. It's it's two. It's the second time they've met in AEW. I think. I just thought it was kind of weird though, because I don't know. It wasn't like a rubber match or anything. Yeah, I don't know why this like main evented. Well, but. so 
It goes like twelve and a half minutes. Yeah, I mean, I get why at the end uh, yeah. why it main evented. Well, but looking at the card on paper, I was like, why this is weird? This is main eventing. So Penta got the win. Um, Brutal. Fuck, man, this match was sick. Yeah. Um, seeds being planted on commentary though, where uh, you know Tony's kind of digging it at. He's saying. You're breaking up one of the best tag teams we have. They haven't been like this, and they haven't fought since right. until you got here. And Eddie was just kind of brushing it off, like, yeah, whatever. It's competition. Deal right. with it. Yeah. So one, one of them is my best friend. Yeah. yeah. And, like, during the, like, the match, like, Phoenix was getting his mask ripped, and Eddie's like, ah, oh, sometimes it happens. But then when Phoenix ripped Penta's mask, he's going, he should be disqualified. Right. Um, we saw a lot of these dudes' faces. Yeah. So very surprising. Yeah. Um, the end stretch where Penta just – Killing Phoenix with mm-hmm. the pile drivers, gross. Yeah. Even Eddie was like, "All right, maybe that's too much. Like mm-hmm. enough, enough." Uh, but Penta gets the win. After the match, Eddie gets in the ring. Um, you know, says that was one of the best matches. You know, you two are some of the best. And uh, Phoenix is laying on the ground, and Eddie kicks him out of the ring. Yep. And then starts talking to Penta, saying, "You know, you're one of the best wrestlers in the world. You don't need that him holding you back anymore." And he's a pile of trash. And I'm going. Damn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, what the? F- That's kind of weird. Yeah. Um. And then all of a sudden, some music hits, and the bastard pack is back officially. Yeah. Um. Eddie tells Penta get out of the ring. Pack just cuts a promo calling Eddie a scumbag. Right. And saying you you you'll wish you you know whatever you wish you'd never said the things that you said about me. Um, he gets in the ring and he's trying to go at Eddie and Eddie's kind of laughing at him or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and then they announce like right at the end, they go, Oh, Tony Khan announced next week, like pack versus, uh, the blade mm-hmm. next week, which I'm like, damn, do they announce this like before the blade hit that gusher? Because, <laughs> hey. um, yeah, so cause if they were filming the, like if, if right. the way they do, if they film that match tonight, I'd be like, Hey man, I don't know if you could go tonight. The right. blade, uh, so, uh, do you think Pac's taking Death Triangle back? So I'm like, I'm intrigued. Yeah, I'm very, I'm, I'm intrigued because Eddie was kind of, you know, saying, "Hey, like, fuck you, Phoenix, get out of mm-hmm. here." Yeah, and just trying to focus on Penta. And it's like, is Pac mad because of the shit Eddie said about him? Mm-hmm. Is he mad that he took his guys? Right. Um, problem I had with this. I feel like this would have been a lot more impactful if they didn't do that promo video last week for Pac. Yeah. If they just let it be a surprise, like, listen, right. he comes out, everybody knows who he is. It's not mm-hmm. like you need to build him up in a vignette or anything. Right. Everyone knows who he is. So I felt like they kind of took away from it a little bit. Yeah. But again, I'm a little nitpicky. Uh, I'm happy to see him back. Yeah, I love great. that guy. He is great. He's He can talk. Yeah. He can fucking work with the best of them yeah. and he's brutal and yeah a great addition to the roster yeah to have him back and it'll be interesting too if they if they do separate him back out you know like they tease the ray and penta splitting up but penta eventually goes with his brother so then it's death triangle versus eddie and butcher and the blade yeah like i'm down with that is it going to be that or is it going to be like uh pack and but like is pack the bad guy here i uh, again I, I and know. I know, and I know, there's been like a lot of weird, weird talk about it online yeah. about the whole face heel thing, and people are like, "Oh, you're too stupid to get that." Like, there's not just faces and heels. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, "Hey, man, 
I, I understand, but I also kind of like my, like, yeah. just a little structure. It, Give me just a little tiny structure. The structure helps guide you and get you involved in the matches. I say it all the time. Yeah. That matters to help you be more engaged and invested in the matches. Like, listen, I'm hyped if I'm getting, like, Eddie versus Pac. Right. And that's, that's, that's the that's natural. Great. That's the natural conclusion of this. And, like, I'll pay my, a lot of money for that. Yeah. Um, Super happy to see him back. Yeah. I thought it was a f- good way to end Dynamite. Um, so we'll see what else Tony Khan has with the aces up his sleeve. Oh, yeah. He, he said, said he has more. For the rest of the year. Yeah. So we'll see. I don't know, though. But, uh, yeah, that was the end of Dynamite. All right. Time for the uh, show on the other network that airs on uh, Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. NWA Power. No, we don't. No, that's dead now, I think. The Impact Zone. No, it's Tuesday nights. Mm. Uh, NXT. Oh, next, right. Yes, we're starting this off with Johnny Gargano and his wheel of challengers. Uh, I'm going to back you up a second. What, what are we what backing me up for? It's Veterans Day. Yeah. They did a little Veterans Day package. Yeah. Uh, which is fantastic. Nice that they do it. Yeah. Smart that they do it. Of course, we support all veterans and military and whatnot. Yeah. They mentioned Space Force. Did they really? They oh, did. Oh, good God. When they were going through the uh, the old thing, they uh, they they did like the Army, Navy, Marines, Space Force, and I was like, "Well, we all, all right, we all know where Vince lies." I'll say that much. And it's fine. That's not even like a necessarily a political statement. It was just like a, "Oh, we're adding that in already. Are we sure this is going to be a real thing?" Going for the Space Force, but. Um, so Johnny Gargano's in, his, in the ring with his Wheel of Challengers shit. Um, Johnny loves wheels. Yeah, wheels love John. Wheels love John. Um, he does a spin and it lands on uh, the handwritten entry uh, where, of Leon Ruff. Where there's a wheel, there's a way. <laughs> Dude, Gargano. He's killing it. Seriously, like yep. goofy fucking Gargano, I'm all about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we have for the NXT North American Championship, Johnny Gargano versus Leon Ruff. Yes. It was so funny when like Leon Ruff comes down to the ring and John's like, come on in, buddy. Uh-huh. It takes like the, the thumbs up picture with him and like, hey, pull up your knee pad. Like, yeah. Um, so Johnny beats him up for a little bit. Uh, we get the return of Damian Priest uh-huh. in the audience, uh-huh. uh, which Johnny mocking him with the taunt was funny. Yeah. And then Priest moves from behind the glass mm-hmm. and scares Johnny. Uh, Johnny misses the super kick, takes a uh, crucifix bomb or whatever I guess you can call it, mm-hmm. and holy goddamn hell, we have a new North American champion, and his yes. name is Leon Ruff. Right, NXT does the thing that AEW has yet to do. Honestly, shocked. Yes. It was like one of those where I went, whoa, out loud. Yeah. Uh, I love it. It's awesome. I it's, think it's so cool. You know, you, you don't do you shit don't do, like this. You don't do things like that often, but you do it enough so that people remember that it can happen. Yeah, and it, it gets people engaged more. Um, I, Johnny's promo beforehand was like, when I you know when I was NXT champ, it was one defense. When I was North American champ, it was one defense. I lost the belt, uh, and he's like, it's not gonna happen this time. Uh, Johnny loves wheels. Wheels love Johnny, uh, and he lost. And I think it's hilarious. Yeah, uh, I think it's shocking. It's a legit shocking thing in wrestling that companies don't do. I'm super pumped they do it. And it's I, fun to do that and stuff. I hope every Ruff now and again. gets a run. Like, why not? Yeah, give him one. Why not? 
Why not? Yeah, you, listen, he signed to a contract for a reason, okay? Right. Let him do something. Right. You know, even if it's like these, the, even if the gimmick is like people underestimate him and he sneaks one out on everybody, who cares? Yeah. Priest shouldn't be coming for it. Johnny shouldn't be coming for it. They're, they're getting entangled with each other again, unfortunately. Ugh. But like they don't, they, they don't need to go after Leon. That's done. Let him let him go and have a couple a couple matches that are fun. Let's see what Leon Ruff can do. Yeah, it was legit a shock moment, which yeah. wrestling needs that. It does needs more stuff like that. Yeah, listen, like I get it. Like you you don't want to do it every week, uh, and I, I'm totally fine yeah. with that. But like throw that in every now and again. I mean, AEW is a company that hasn't pulled the trigger on legit perfectly explained reasonable things uh, title changes in the history of their company they they're they've been reluctant to to do title changes to the detriment of some of their talent uh poor poor nyla rose um but this is it was fun let's do it yeah like i loved like at the top of the ramp like priest puts the belt around rough he lifts his arms up and the belt falls right around his ankles right. like that was funny uh they go backstage and Ruff's being interviewed. Damien Priest is like, "Congrats, uh, Johnny's going to come back here and he wants to kick your ass." Here's the keys to my car. Go, like, right. get out of here. Yeah. Um, which I was like, "Hey, if you're a face, you're taking care of another face." Like, right. Even though you, you're terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, Johnny runs back. Uh, he's screaming, saying, "This is set up. You know I hate wheels." <laughs> right. <laughs> and Priest was just mocking him the whole time, like, "Hey, you made the stipulation. You made the rule. It's your own damn fault." And Regal was kind of like, yeah, you're right. It's, like, it's your own fault. Like, yep. you did it, so now yeah. you got to live with it. And Johnny like admits to rigging the wheel <laughs> and all that. <laughs> yeah, he goes, there was no contract. Yeah. I didn't sign a contract for this. Oh, Johnny. Um, next match, we have uh, the Cruiserweight Championship being defended on TV. So two matches, two title defenses. Wow. Uh, the champ, Santos Escobar, against the challenger, Jake Atlas. They showed earlier today. Atlas uh, attacking 205 and live in the parking lot Unbelievable. again. Unbelievable. Um, what come- a dastardly face he is attacking unexpecting people with a pipe in a parking lot. Listen, man. What a what a what a baby face. When you push the baby face too far, they got to fight back. All right, All right God damn it. Um, but as this good thing goes, 15 minutes. Yeah. Uh, Escobar wins, mm-hmm. retains that strap. Yeah. Um, during the match, um, 205 and Live got kicked out for being a bunch of scumbags. For being awesome. Being a bunch of jerks. For being awesome. Um, and handsome. They were just too I mean, handsome. They, That's I mean, why. Yeah, they were too You're right about that. Great, distractingly great handsome. Great suits. Yeah. Great suits. Yep. Um, Escobar rules. This match rules, man. <laughs> this was this uh, was another real good match. Jake Atlas is one of these guys. We've been seeing him a bunch. They clearly like him. I don't think we've seen his best yet. No, we I think there's have a him. ton to uncover with this guy, uh, and that's that's awesome. Like he's gonna be, he's gonna be a big star there. But uh, Escobar is gonna be a, a huge star. That guy's I, got it. I liked it that like they, um sent Wild and mm-hmm. Mendoza away, and Escobar still got the straight-up win. Right. Like, that should be like, okay, maybe that's done. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's move on to the next now. Because, okay, yeah, you had your excuses of, like, beating me with them around, but right. now there's no more. Like, I beat yeah. you, you're done. Yeah, Atlas doesn't – I don't think Atlas is ready for that win yet, um, but he's going to be a player. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we go backstage to Dexter Loomis drawing a zombie – Referee chasing camera grabs. Yep. 
And we go to a shot. And for the record, those are actually Loomis's drawings. Oh yeah, like, I know. He's actually he is uh, a real a, tortured caricature. He artist. is a talented artist. Um, lots of stories out there. So that's a cool, yeah, a cool little thing. Makes you love him even more. Makes me love him even more. Character art, art is very uh, caricature art is very very hard. Yeah. So one day I will go to a convention and uh, once once Loomis's WWE run fizzles out because they can't do anything <laughs> with a guy who doesn't who can't blink or doesn't blink. Uh, I will go to a convention and get him to draw me a caricature of, like, Terry Funk or something. All right. I'll hold you to that. Uh, we go to a vignette for Shotzi, talking about her tank being destroyed, saying it represents freedom and her family who's in the military, sure, uh, and say that they're past uh, arguing and that I'm going to kick Candice LeRae's ass. So let's do it, Shotzi. Yeah. Next match, Raquel Gonzalez. Versus Zia Lee. Mm-hmm. There's a big issue, though. Zia Lee's music hits. Mm-hmm. There's no Zia Lee. There isn't. Out comes that big, bodacious, handsome hunk boa. Boadacious. Yeah. <laughs> big boa. <laughs> if he doesn't call his finisher the boa constrictor, he's <laughs> fucking up. Um, I, don't the, know, the, I don't even know what his finisher is. The boa and arrow. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Um, Boa comes out, Raquel just immediately starts beating the absolute shit out of him, Yep, tossing him around the whole damn arena, big boots everywhere, Mm -hmm. basically screaming at him like, keep my name out of your mouth, Mm -hmm. like enough of this. Um, to which she leaves and then the lights turn. That made Raquel a monster. Yeah. She beat his ass. And Boa's not a small guy. No. And she whooped him. Like, she was throwing him like a fucking dart. Yeah, it was like, great. Yeah. Good for Raquel. Yeah. Um, she left, and the lights got red. The arena got smoky. Yep. There was some weird dragon flying around on the fucking I, screen. As soon as I saw the dragon, I was like, I know exactly where this is going. <laughs> and, oh my God, is it not going to work? You saw Brandon Cutler made the jump. I you? did. I was like... <laughs> The I was Dragon like, oh my Man God. I was like, the Dragon Man's pulling a is, Rick Rude. Is NXT. You yeah. were waiting for the Triple H thumbs up picture. That's and right. <laughs> um, yeah. Out comes uh, an older Asian man. Yes. Boa bows to him. He gives Boa a paper. He like, draws some design on his fucking hand. And then he leaves. Uh, <laughs> Listen. <laughs> if this was 1994. You would love this. <laughs> this is my favorite wrestling segment of all time. Like, if this was the segment after Papa Shango made the Ultimate Warrior ooze out of his wristbands, this is the best thing I've ever seen in my entire life. If this was featured on a Saturday morning WWF Superstar. Right. A young a young TJ. Right. It, it's just... The greatest thing. Absolutely enthralled. Right. There's a dragon flying around. There's smoke. <laughs> there's some sort of mystery. Um, you know, there there's like a, a an older Asian man who is like a, a combination of like the Black Dragon Society from Bloodsport and Mr. Miyagi, which is uh, really at any point. Super racist. Um, <laughs> just call it what it is. It's yeah, just what it is. What it is. Not you know. Not all uh, old Asian men need you know need to look like Gordon Liu in a Quentin Tarantino movie. I'm just saying. Just put that whatever put that out there. Whatever you know. We're gonna 
get a. I'm sure. I'm sure W's going to take us on a journey where he, you know, Boa is sitting at a, a Japanese or Chinese restaurant or oh, buffet. God like I'm sure that's it. where they're going because it's the WWE. It's just what they do. Um, but in 2020, you get the flying dragon and the smoke <laughs> and the, the old Asian lighting. man and the red lighting. <laughs> and I'm watching NXT. And I'm like, oh, this is dog shit. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Great. Uh, I I don't know why Xylee wasn't there. I Maybe she's now being held by the held hostage by the Yakuza. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, uh, she was told to ask for this match and then doesn't show for the match. Then Bo, I, don't, I don't know what's going on. Uh, it makes no sense. Uh, zero, absolute and, and zero. And I understand they're trying in some way to build something with with Zaya and protect her because she's, she's poopy in the ring. <laughs> um, and like this segment really helped Raquel. Not that she needed it, but made her look really great because she did take an L. But it sure, was it, but was, it was a reasonable real, it was yeah. a reasonable L. Um, so this like makes her look great, but like. I, I don't get it. Like, I was half expecting that guy to give Boa a fucking mogwai. <laughs> like, it, you know, just uh, uh, opens up the letter. And it's like the mogwai's name is Gizmo. Don't get it. Don't get it wet. Don't feed it after midnight. And that's that. Um, but yeah, no, this wasn't good. No. And uh, somebody pointed out online, they said that uh, the symbol that he wrote on his hand mm-hmm. It's supposed to stand for strength okay. or power. Okay. So is Boa going to become the ultimate warrior? Ooh. On the face paint? I mean, if you want to turn this around, yeah. I mean, let's do it. What? Right. And then Xylee is a man warrior. He's <laughs> doing cartwheels. <laughs> God damn. What's your, what's your name, little girl? <laughs> Amanda. Amanda what? Amanda warrior. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it is real bad, and it's extra out of place on NXT. Yeah, and he, I guess Boa tweeted out like a qu- the clip of it and said, Shifu, which somebody pointed out that is the Chinese word for master or teacher. Okay. So they're literally taking the the the, a- the Asian characters. <laughs> Legit. Xia who... God damn! I, it. And I'm pretty sure Zia Lee was it, like she holds the distinction of being like the first Chinese, like WWE wrestler, superstar, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And now they're just like karate. <laughs> God, I mean, is this a step above or below Kung Fu Naki? <laughs> oh my God! It might be worse. I don't know. <laughs> It's bad. Oh my it's god! It's real bad. Like Ugh. it's like why? Did, okay, so why does every fucking like, like, not everyone, but like, man, they turn like Asian gimmicks and Asian people into like fucking yakuza. I know because Vince McMahon is a racist. <laughs> All right, correct. Let's sir. move on then. <laughs> <laughs> you sir are correct. My own question. Okay. So, um, August Gray yes. gets interviewed about attacking Timothy Thatcher last week. But before he can say anything, Thatcher jumps him and beats the shit out of yep. him. 
Uh, he throws him into Loomis's drawing. That son of a bitch. You don't fuck with Loomis's drawings because then Loomis uh, stares down Thatcher. Thatcher's like, I don't have a problem with you. Right. And then walks away. Mm-hmm. Next match, Candice LeRae, Tony Storm. Yeah. Uh, Candice LeRae gets the win in about 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Something didn't click on this match for me. Yeah. I didn't hate it. I didn't like it. It was just kind of there. Did we have the Shotzi promo before this? Yeah, we were Where she was about like, it. it's not just a tank, it's yeah. my life. Uh, yep. Okay. Th- um, thanks for being here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it uh, it was there. It was a match. Yeah, it was fine. Um, I like the dirty heel finish. Yeah. But, meh. Yeah, I don't mm. know. It just doesn't... It, mm. I don't know. It just felt... I don't know if they just were like, hey, let's hold back a little. I, yeah. I, I don't know. But whatever. Yeah, they've been doing better. Yeah. Uh, after match, Tony attacks Candice, but here comes the Scream Ghost Face person to join in. Mm-hmm. Um, Shotzi hits the ring. The masked figure beats her up. Uh-huh. Um, and then they try to do like the double stomp or whatever, and it got flubbed terribly. Yes. Uh, to which the mask is taken off, and it's Indy Hartwell. <laughs> I told you. Remember? Remember those weeks ago? I can't when, wait. I cannot wait for you to say this because I'm gonna about to own your fucking ass. Remember? Say what? Say it. Go remember ahead. Say it. When we had friend of the show Jenna on the show, Go ahead. and you both were like, uh, "Who could that be?" And I was like, "It's Indy Hartwell." And you were like, "That can't be Indy Hartwell because that was the uh, the build a build of a man." And I was like, "It's gonna be yeah. Indy Hartwell." It's a WWE, and I was right. Okay. And you guys were wrong. Okay. So here. So hey, hey, pal. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna clue you in on a little something. Okay. If you go back and you watch one of the original Ghostface, uh-huh. and then you compare it to the one that interfered in the Candice and uh, uh-huh. Eo match, there's two big differences. Two, huh? Yeah. What would they be? The one Ghostface in the Damian Priest match didn't have boobies. <laughs> You're right. I'm but, right. But my point isn't that... It wasn't a man in that costume first. My point was to you and Jenna that you would not expect, you guys were expecting the WWE to not try and pull such a bullshit switch on you guys. And my counterpoint 100% going to be indie the whole time. Yeah, and we didn't say that. We uh, said it's Austin for Gargano and it's indie for Candace. Come on now. You're, come on. Listen, I'm gonna need King Cannon to go back and review the tapes. I mean, tapes he's on gonna this. have to. I mean, listen, he, do you really want him to go back and do that? Cause, no, because I'm always wrong. I would say he already dog walked you once. I, <laughs> I don't pay attention to eat what any of us say or what either of us say while we're recording it. How am I supposed to remember like, a week ago? Or legit, two when ago? it happened last night, I went, "Oh, I can't wait till he brings it up tomorrow." I'm just gonna be like, "Well, here you go, sir." So you think they're still going to pay off the Austin Theory side of it? I do, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Because the, when he was doing, playing with the fucking wheel game the other week, uh, there was the one in the ghost face with Johnny. Mm. And it wasn't it wasn't indie. Mm. A, a very okay. obviously was not indie. All right, you pervert. Uh, okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> uh, look at me. I'm grabbing the mic very angrily right now. Coming from the man who said last week, Oh, Raquel, that shirt's working for you. Uh-huh. I don't think I said working for her. I just said that was my favorite outfit of oh, hers. okay. Yeah? All right. Okay. Can't wait till you buy her gear next, <laughs> you scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the kind of money to buy gear. Oh, God. 
Yeah, not that that's the only hurdle, but it's definitely the biggest one. <laughs> Thank Christ for that. Yeah. Uh, we go backstage. Brizongo says it maybe took what, a maybe week. once when America gets on board with those vending machines they have in Japan. Why does it say gets on board? I don't want to be on that board. <laughs> I, like, that's a board I want nothing to do with. Like yeah, I'm, I'm good on that. Yeah. I mean, oh god, damn it. Let's move on. <laughs> um, Brizongo says that it took them years to get to the top. It was written by fucking Pat McAfee, who's not even a wrestler. <laughs> um, tonight, there's no fun. We're here to win. Yeah. All right. Good job, boys. Great. That's what I want. No fun. <laughs> uh, next match, Dexter Loomis. Hey, versus... fun tag team. Cut it out <laughs> yeah, with the fun. Yeah, hey, guys, I'd like to have fun. No more fun. No more fun. Um, Dexter Loomis versus Timothy Thatcher. This match goes about 13 and a half minutes. Yeah. Uh, Thatcher got the win after... Somebody interfered in the match. Who interfered in the match? Cameron Grimes. That's right. He interfered. He distracted Loomis. Yes. Um, which allowed Thatcher to get the win. Um, I thought it was good. It was a good match. Yeah. yeah. Like, they just had a straight-up, like, wrestling match. I think Loomis would have beat him if it weren't for Cameron, so it keeps everyone strong. It was just a good wrestling match. Yeah. Like, I and sometimes it. it's all you need is just a right. good wrestling match. Yep. Um, Grimes jumps Loomis. But after the match, Loomis pops back up and because he's a fucking demon or whatever mm-hmm. and throws Grimes out. But this time, Grimes came prepared. And he throws a burlap sack That's right. over fucking Loomis's head and just beats the shit out of him. Loomis keeps trying to fight back. He's chucking chairs at him, yeah. just trying to fight him off. Finally, uh, Loomis hits the cave-in on the outside and mm-hmm. uh, gets, a, gets a little revenge. So this is going to continue. Yep. Kind of shocked by that. Yeah. Happy. I'm fine with Grimes and Loomis together. Yeah, let's keep doing it. I hope they wrestle to the point where they respect each other and they make a tag team. That's right. They got to be a tag the Grimes team. Grimes and Loomis connection. That's right. Uh, we go to the back. Johnny Gargano is outside of Regal's office throwing a fit. Regal says the decision stands. Right. So uh, sucks to be you, Jonathan. Yeah. Uh, we had a Tommaso Ciampa promo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I hated it. Uh, listen, this guy is saddled uh, with terrible luck and now a terrible program in this company. Uh, I get it. I don't. I don't like it. Uh, but this promo was about how he's changing the backstage culture, and I'm I, just like, oh god, you got a lot of work to do. I hate that whole oh the locker room right. culture. Like, right. Oh man. Yeah. It's uh it, I don't know the fake shooty bullshit. I just I don't like it. No, I don't either. I don't like it, and I I know it's trying to be tongue in cheek and like wink at the audience. It's like I'm a, I'm in a program with one of the redacted club guys, and I'm gonna change the backstage culture. Wink, wink. And that's exactly what it is. Um, but it's thin. It's it's what bullshit. am I supposed it's a to do? Boo you for that? Right? Like, no. Right. I absolutely. Get them the fuck out, and, Champa. Right. And it's just a gimmick. Like it's get them actually out. Like yeah. You know uh, when. Not I don't actively think of this, but like when they cut promos like this, I'm like, if enough wrestlers on that roster said I refuse to work with a guy, yeah. he wouldn't be on TV anymore. Yeah. But instead, these guys are just fucking taking it and going out and wrestling Toe this guy. The company line. So you know, and I get it, you're under contract and you're being paid a lot of money and you're living out your dream. But I would hope there's enough people back there to be like, you know what, we're gonna, I, I'm gonna go make a stand and say I don't want this guy in the locker room. You know? Yeah. I mean, the fucking Vincent Tripp sent Roman home when he was mean backstage once. 
Remember that when they sent Roman home for his attitude like a few years back? I thought that was Enzo. No, well, they did it to Enzo too, but Roman got like punished. Well, I know like the story of Roman like kicking Enzo off the bus in Europe. Yeah, but Ro- hilarious. Yeah, but Ro- I'm pretty sure Roman got punished for something a while ago. And, I don't know about yeah. that. But anyway. Oh, listen, if you're going to cut a shoot promo, I want like Eddie Gilbert cutting a shoot promo right. by Jerry Lawler. Okay? Right. <laughs> That's the only shoot promo I want to fucking hear. Right. Like, if Ciampa was like, I'm going to change the backstage culture, I'm going to beat up any pedophile that shows up, <laughs> then I'd be like, all right, we're on board. <laughs> Tommaso Ciampa shirt purchased. Yeah, but, um, but yeah, uh, I I just don't like that type of promo. Yeah. We got a, uh extended hype package for EO versus Rhea, uh, showing, like, Rhea last year about WrestleMania. Hey, guess what? You skipped out. You no, skipped I didn't. I watched this one. I'm proud of you. Ah, ah. What'd you think of it? It was cool. Wasn't it? Yeah. Like, it was good. Like, uh, I don't, I, uh, the completely uh, non-essential to this promo in any way, or the quality of it, but uh, I don't like Rhea's uh, new shorter, shorter haircut that she was rocking in some of the training clips. No? No, a little, a little weird. Okay. But... Whatever. I mean, it doesn't really matter. It's it means nothing. It's your your opinion. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. But um, but I like how they kind of built it up, and at the end they dropped the nugget of, oh yeah, by the way, this match is next week. Yes, that's awesome. Yeah, it'll be cool. Can I? I'm surprised they're doing it like this. Yeah. Uh, I don't know the next takeover they even have scheduled. Yeah. So fuck it. You think they would save it for whatever WCW named? pay-per-view they're going to bring back on December 2nd or uh, 3rd. You know it's going to be Starcade, to, right? To face up against... It's absolutely going to be Starcade. Kenny versus Mox. 100%. Yeah? Like, it, yeah. Okay. I, if it's not, I will be shocked. Right. But it like it'll probably be named Starcade. Um, before the main event, Pat McAfee and the Kings of NXT run out, I guess. That's what they're calling themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, says, we're the best four-man group in wrestling history. Just keeps burying, uh, like, Undisputed Era. Buries the internet wrestling community. Like, get away from that. Like, McAfee, like, it was a, like, I thought it was, like, a decent, like, promo. You know what I mean? Uh But, like, just get away from those, that type of shit. I hate that. Yeah. Um, But says that he's going to go on commentary. And he said he's joining the Slim Reaper. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vic Joseph and Bad News Barrett. Mm. Let's just call him. He's bad. He's not Wade Barrett. He's Bad News Barrett. Bad God news damn Barrett. it. Yeah. Um. Before we go to the main event, though, backstage, Cameron Grimes. That's right. Brags about beating up Loomis. Right. And he's not afraid anymore. That's right. And uh, he has somewhere to go now. And where's he going next? He's going to the moon. There you go. And then next week they announced that Finn Balor will be back to talk to the NXT Universe. Well, that's good. He got the wires out of his jaw. Yeah, he can finally speak. Main event time. Main event. Danny Burch and Oni Lorcan, the champs, mm-hmm. defending the NXT Tag Team Championships against Brizongo. Yes. The champs attacked right at the bell. Um, it ends up going like 10 minutes he had some involvement where Drake Maverick ran out and took out Pat McAfee. I think that was the hottest part of this match, actually. I, I agree. Um, the other part that I liked a lot is where Tyler Breeze threw, I think, Lorcan mm-hmm. into McAfee, and McAfee got kicked right in the goddamn face. Yeah. Like, legit boot to the face. I even rewound it. I went, yeah. oh, yeah. That was right to the face. Um, but Birch and Lorcan retain. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Me. Match didn't really do anything for me. I was kind of let down by it, to be honest. Yeah. Like, I thought these guys were going to, like, work a real good match. Yeah. Uh, I, 
I've seen better out of all of them. Yeah. But it's a very weird program, especially on top. With the players in it right now, it's it feels very mid-card um, until you get uh, presumably like Cole and them back to help elevate it. Um, but again, I thought that the hottest part of this whole match was was Drake yeah, coming in, getting revenge for for Dane. Um, he looked good. Like it just you know Pete Dunn looked like a fucking monster again. Taking yeah, most, him out <laughs> mostly because he is not a human color. No, like that is that is orange. Like he is orange and he is ripped. Yes, <laughs> that dude is just ripped. Right. Um, that is an unhealthy color of orange that he is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it you know it, it's. Just, what it is. Yeah, I don't know. It didn't really do much for I was mm-hmm. actually kind of bummed out by it. I was a little disappointed. Yeah. Like, I thought, oh, like these guys, they're going to have a good match. And, eh. Yeah. It was very just, I don't know. Right. Just, and, it wasn't there. You know, McAfee getting the heat. We're the best four-man group in wrestling history. Blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Well, after the match, like, Drake tries fighting back. And yeah. then Fandango tries. And Breeze tries. They all get laid out. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, McAfee punts one of them in the face or whatever, in the yeah. ribs. And then they go off the show just screaming in the microphone. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I felt a little bad because that was kind of a flat ending, I thought. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that was the end of NXT. So, uh, I'm going to ask you, sir. Okay. Match from uh, each show. Okay. Match overall. Okay. Show overall. Mm. Uh, AEW, my match, I'm giving it to Phoenix and Penta. Um, cause Eddie was involved. It was brutal. The mass ripping was insane. And then we get Pac back, back, pack back, pack is pack back. Is back. Uh, NXT, I'm going Escobar versus Atlas. Uh, I think Atlas has a whole world yet to open up and Escobar is just a super good wrestler. I thought it was a really tight match, a lot of fun and, uh, you know, some good gimmick in there. It's a, it's a fun little storyline. My match of the night is then Phoenix versus Penta. Um, I uh, I just I just thought it was good. Those guys obviously know each other really well and can work really well. And it's interesting to see where they're going. They're they're working a storyline um, that makes sense in AEW. That you know uh, they're telling this, this story in the ring and through promos and you know uh, which they've had a little bit of struggle doing in the past. So I really like that. But my show of the night. Is NXT because NXT had some surprising good matches on it. The ending was flat, but I felt like AEW kind of forgot that this was the show after a pay-per-view. Uh, I don't see why you have the show after a pay-per-view and you take the time with Scorpio and Sean Spears. Um, you don't, we didn't, they, the pay-per-view did this gimmick with Nyla and Vicky at the end where Nyla loses and Vicky like smacks her and Nyla like doesn't kill her, but there, we don't see anything of that. We don't see, you know, and I, I had said, you know, we don't hear anything. She does not even mentioned. And somebody online was like, she was mentioned in a video package. And it's like, it doesn't count. No, it doesn't. That's your champ. Like that's your champ that just had a, another victory over who was at this point essentially her biggest rival in the company yeah. and she doesn't show up. Neither of them are on TV. Yep. Like start to move these storylines that you started at this pay-per-view because in two weeks people are going to be like, wait, what happened with, with Nyla and Vicky? Cause it was a smallish moment on that pay-per-view. Yeah. That being said, so that's why I pick NXT because AEW to me just, they didn't seem 
like they they remembered they were had just ran a pay per view that that ended and started a bunch of uh, storylines. Okay. How about you, pal? Uh, for AEW, the match I'm going to go with the Bunkhouse Brawl. Good pick. Because uh, I love me some gore, and I love me some plunder. Uh, Would have been my pick if Butcher and Blade went over. I understand why they didn't. Yeah. But. Um, I just, I love, it's, I can't even think of the last time on, like, American wrestling television. Like, mm-hmm. American, like, television, not pay-per-view, but television. Yeah. There's been a match like that brutal and that much blood. There like, was a lot of blood. I was shocked, and uh, I was all about it. I thought I thought everybody in the match did their part. Even QT looked good. He did. He, he I think yeah. Yeah. That he, he dive looked off good. the ladder was yeah, crazy. Yeah. Um NXT I am going to go with Escobar and Atlas mm-hmm. because uh yeah, Escobar just is killing it and Atlas is more than holding his own. Uh I think the feud might be right. done now. So we'll see where it goes from here. Yeah, we'll see. But uh yeah, I'm gonna go with that. Match overall, I'm going with the bunkhouse brawl. Ooh, because uh, again, it was it was a I lot love of fun. shit like that. Yeah, um, it's funny how AEW sort of does better with that on their TV. Like the parking lot brawl with best friends yeah. and and Santana Ortiz was one of the best things they've ever done. Yeah, that even the if we go way back the. Uh, Omega Janela like lights out thing they did on Dark way in the beginning was a really good match. Yeah, well, even like you know Mox, Mox yeah. and Omega's first match right. where with it was the, just, with the glass table. Yeah, yeah. the barbed wire. And yeah, all that the shit. second like, most famous glass table in professional wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Um, show overall, I'm going AEW. Wow. Yeah. Um, I honestly, I really liked Cage Seidel. Okay. I thought that was, I, I was very surprised by how good that was. Yeah. Um, Bunkhouse Brawl was great. Uh, Penta and Phoenix was fucking killer. Yeah. Pac coming back at the end. Like that was cool. Mm-hmm. I look at both shows and I was just like, there was some good stuff on both. I, I love the rough title change. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think, I don't know, AEW felt a little bit better, more in ring for me this week anyway. Okay. Um, and plus, like, I'm like, all right, I look at the things I really didn't like from both shows, and they both had something I really didn't like with the shit with Boa, mm-hmm. and then the, the whole Cody Shaq thing yeah. I don't give a fuck about. Um, but I thought AEW had more matches that I liked this week. Okay. Two that I actually loved, and then that, like I said, that side out cage really surprised me. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go AEW. Okay. And a, right. a shocking twist. That is a shocking twist. Yeah. So. Where are we at with things? Where are we at? Where, where we're at. Season two totals. Where it's at. Puts me at 20 for NXT and 24 AEW. And you are split right down the middle. Am I really? 22 and 22. Okay. Overall, that puts me at 27 AEW and 29 NXT. My pants are clean. You. And you are at 26 AEW and 30. Okay. NXT. Interesting. So we're, we are, uh, even with your AEW pick, we are still moving in the d- direction away from pooping our pants. Or from pooey pants. Other than us, fans out there in the real world watching their televisions. What did they watch last night? Uh, true to form, they watched... Uh, Something other than wrestling, because I think even AEW, which won the ratings, was like third behind two episodes of like Real Housewives or something. Um, but I don't know. There's shows that Des watches, so. Right. 
AEW got a seven sixty four thousand uh, up like sixty thousand or fifty thousand from last week, and NXT got a six hundred thirty two thousand up about twenty two thousand from last week. Both up. I mean, obviously, both last up. week was uh... <laughs> both up. I still think people, a lot of people, are watching uh-huh. the news. Yeah, for sure. Um, but you know, they're that's pretty consistent with what their COVID era numbers have been. Yeah. So that is that for those. Sweet. What else you got, pal? I don't have anything. I think it's time for you time to time to uh... hit social meds. Yeah. Hit the old dusty trail here. The, old, the dusty trail, baby. That's right, baby. My trail's dusty, baby. All right. So if you want to, uh, like we mentioned earlier in the show, give us your list of three favorite wrestling video games of all time, uh, you can hit us up in a multiple plethora of ways, if you will. At Wednesday Warpod on Twitter, Wednesday Night War Podcast on Instagram, Wednesday Night War Pod at Gmail. Hit us up any of those places with your three favorite uh, wrestling video yeah, games. Let us know. Holler at us. Holla if you hear us. It better not be Backyard Wrestling 2. Oh, God. What about Backyard Wrestling 1? <laughs> no, that's second. That, for some reason, the second one was worse than the first one. <laughs> okay. Oh, still well, terrible games. All right. So, uh, Wednesday Night War Podcast.com will take you to the feed. But if you're listening to this, you already got there somehow. But tell a friend and tell them they can go very easily go to Wednesday Night War Podcast.com to find this lovely show. A show of audio. Of ours. Uh, we are a part of the soon to be named network at soon to be named network.com. Uh, at STBN Network on Twitter. And those are uh, a lot of our friends. Uh, if you listen to our Full Gear Review, Joe Sposto from Longbox Heroes and Adults of Wrestling was on. Uh, both of those shows are on the soon-to-be-named network, as well as Profane Argument, Final Wrestling Place, Puzzle Warriors 3, and the greatest podcast to ever hit the airwaves, Porch Talk. That's right. Uh, outside of the soon-to-be-named network, there are uh, just two shows I'll plug really quick. Uh, our friends at Cinema Vertigogo, at Cinema Vertigogo on Twitter. Uh, in October, I made a few guest appearances there. If you like movies, they cover a few movies every week in depth discussion. And uh, the Pod the Dreaded Sundown, a uh, horror movie and horror collector podcast at Pod Sundown on Twitter. Uh, they are uh, our friends, uh, Chuck and Bill, not Billy and Chuck. I would still wish they were Billy. I know. And uh, we will be making our appearance there eventually. Uh, I have to clear my schedule and get back to them. Uh, but we, yes, gu- we guilted. You're, you're super busy. It's schedule. true. Uh, we guilted Chuck into uh, reaching out to us on our last episode, and uh, it worked. So we're going we're gonna to be doing that uh, sometime in the next few weeks. We will let everyone know. Yeah, their episode tomorrow, though, they are doing Class of Newcomb High. Class of Newcomb High is a goddamn classic. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, other than that, personal-wise, if you want to reach out, I'm at the Dooge, T-H-E-D-O-O-G-E, on Twitter. Uh, we can talk movies. We can talk wrestling. We can talk uh, Guns N' Roses music video <laughs> trilogy. We went on a fucking journey, uh, We my did. Friend. We went on a journey. Uh, we watched the entire trilogy of Guns N' Roses videos. If you have six hours to clear in your day. Right. Uh, and then I bought the book because, believe it or not... <laughs> Uh, the Guns N' Roses November Rain music video is, in fact, based on a short story uh, that I will be reading sometime in the near future. 
Uh, so that's something. God damn, dude. Those videos are fucking insane. It is wild. <laughs> uh, Brett, how about you, pal? Well, you could find me at BrettXEdge570. Um, I don't know. Talk to me about the great Muda, because that's all I like to talk about, really. All right. Uh, talk to me about your favorite hate breed mosh parts, because that was a thing going around. Okay. Um, and then, hey, December 11th, we could talk about uh, Joe Bob Saves Christmas. Oh. Can't wait for that. That's going to be real fun. And yeah. uh, also talk to me about how fucking ugly the Sixers New City Edition uniforms wow. are. Why didn't you just go from the black jerseys from 2001? Shots fired. Like they say, well, like a certain member of the soon-to-be network says, copy nay, get an A. Shots fired. They're ugly as shit. Did Listen, you s- bad things happen in Philadelphia. Not anymore, they don't. But those <laughs> those jerseys are terrible. I saw them. They're real bad. Uh, they remind me who did the Denver, Denver Nuggets. Denver Nuggets, I knew, yeah. Mm-hmm. I used to have the skyline on yeah, there. Yeah, sure did. Only those jerseys were cool because they were like super bright yeah, colors. Yeah, and now we have the fucking row houses. Yeah. Oh, they're so ugly. God damn it. Do you think the people who, now if you've never driven into Philly at night, you wouldn't know these houses that are lit up all the time, but do you think they had to pay those people likeness rights for their houses? Hell no. No. I was in one of those houses before. They're dirty as shit. Really? Yeah. They were like real, it's just filthy. That's mean. Why were you in those houses? Uh, Breaking in? No. I I had had some business to attend to. All right. Fair enough. Uh, (laughs) You didn't break in, but you you, you broke out. (laughs) God, that's awful. I'm terrible. I, I'm, I'm not like that in real life. <laughs> I feel really embarrassed right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, all right. Well, if you want to watch some independent wrestling <laughs> this weekend <laughs> and not talk about my row house escapades, turn into <laughs> independentwrestling.tv. Friday night, uh, we have ICW Pit Fighter 4. Um, Dominic Garini's on it. And uh, my favorite named wrestler ever, Neil Diamond Cutter. Saturday, which I think I might be tuning into this one. Uh Uh-oh. ICW, No Holds Barred, Volume 8. I'm tuning in for a certain match. Uh, I am excited to see, uh, actually watch a Neil Diamond Cutter match. Mm -hmm. Um, But also Dominic Arini versus Eric Ryan is on it. But the one that's put my ass in the seat, Schlack. Versus Manga. Oh, that's this weekend? That is this weekend. Oh, man. So I think I'm going to be watching that on Saturday night. Yeah. Um, and then Sunday they have Pizza Party press Wrestling. Okay. With their Ow, That's What I Call Wrestling special. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Boomer Hatfield and Molly McCoy versus The Main Event is mm. on there. So uh, if you <laughs> also... <laughs> This is another good name, Oreo Speedwagon. <laughs> God bless independent wrestling. I yeah. love it so much. Hey, somebody's got to fill those spots. <laughs> if you want to watch any of those shows for free this weekend, use the promo code Mortis. Do you think and it'll Schlack, get you five days free? Do you think Schlack will let uh, Haku bite his nose off? I don't think he has a fucking choice. Is he, ha- is he wrestling Haku or Meng? I think Meng. Oh, he probably doesn't own Haku. Yeah. yeah like, I don't think he has a choice. Yeah. If, if he wants to bite your nose off your face, he's going to do it. That's true. I guess the, I guess the question is, do you think Schlack's going to ask Meng to bite his nose off? Or just pop his eyeball out? <laughs> fucking Schlack. Oh, yeah, yeah. That guy frustrates me. Anyway. I think he frustrates <laughs> a lot of people. Um, but yeah, if you want to watch any of that shit, Promo code Mortis, it'll get you five days free. Do it up.
So uh, I think that's it. That's it, pal. Let's get the hell out of here. Is that a wrap? That is a wrap until next week. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening to this show. We appreciate you. Uh, Pro wrestling. Let's go. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Networks. Now you're off, nerds.